Welcome, you know, to Journey to Million. We're back here. Myself, Drew Skyberg. You might be wondering, where's Zach Roush? Where's Jared Velesky? This is weird. This is Melon. First time being live for Journey to Million on YouTube. And guess what? Here's one of them, Jared Velesky. How you doing, Jared? <laughs> doing good. This is cool. We got Jared aboard here. And you might be wondering, you know, I got one more. We're looking for, we're looking for number three. We're looking for Zach Roush. And where is he? There he is, Zach Roush of Journey to Million. How are you doing? You know, this is Wednesday night. We can say also Friday morning if you're listening to the recording. So, Zach, how you doing? Kind of offended that you uh, added Jared in first, but besides that, I'm doing well. Okay, well, I had to add in Jared first. You know, uh, when we were full disclosure, when we were testing this out for Journey to Million, Jared was the first one to join. So, figured I would, you know, give him the benefit of the doubt, have him in on here. But look, we are live here for Journey Million the first time. Ran this on, you know, was that Monday night for Drew's baseball crew? It went very well, very pleased with it. Had to bring these guys aboard too for an episode. Look, doing, you know, Drew's baseball baseball crew on it. You know, made it we, we loved it. And uh look, we even have the Journey to Million logo up in the the corner now. And uh you'll have that for Drew's sports crew episodes as well. So we got to go through some announcements, though. Yeah, Jared points it. Thank you. You know, love that. And uh, let's go to some announcements here, you know, on the podcast before we start. You know, I, I have a great announcement I really want to share with everyone here. And uh, pretending with Journey to Million, right? Um, big news is, if you guys have ever heard of Medium, Medium is a, you know, it's a platform kind of like Twitter. I, I describe it as a longer version for Twitter. So what happens is, you know, and post articles and stuff. So my thought was, you know, I was like, all right, well, we talk all this stuff. You know, we have we have writers here on our team, Drew Sports Crew. And I was like, you know, talk to Jared a little bit. And you are talking now with the senior fantasy football writer for Drew's Sports Crew for Journey Million, Jared Velesky. Jared, congratulations. Let's hear about it. What are your plans coming aboard these upcoming weeks? Thanks for that title. That's a, a big one. Um, so my plan is we're going to wait, um, get closer to the fantasy season here. Um, we're going to start putting out some articles uh, about fantasy football. Obviously, it's going to be um, players to avoid, players to look for as you go into your draft. Um, it's going to be really uh, helpful. Uh, I'm going to put out some like stats, some ADP, where they're falling, where you should take them. Um, just some articles. Be looking out for that. Um, yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun, and I think you guys will get some enjoyment and some knowledge out of it. I'm excited for that. Uh, looks like Zach's having some internet issues. He'll he'll join back here, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to it, Jared. I'll be writing with you as well. You know, we'll be talking. Or, I mean, we'll be writing here. I definitely have some baseball stuff, of course, with Drew's sports crew and all that good stuff. I'll, I'll of course contribute there with Journey Million as well, but. Look, it's going to be a great opportunity here for yourself and, you know, for the squad. And look, I got someone back. He is here. Is, is he Is he coming? Where is he? He's somewhere. I don't know. I There he is. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome back. Okay. Um, other news here. Next Friday, we have a live show. Already, you know, time flies, guys. Look, August 12th is the date, 7 o'clock at Petskull Brewing Company. We have our 
third live show for Journey to a Million. Final one here of the summer, and looking forward to that as well. You know, we will be doing our full fantasy football preview. We'll be doing a Packers season preview, and we'll be we'll also be answering all of your questions. You know, it would be perfect too. Jared and get some. Hopefully, we'll have our article stuff. You know, talking about that there as well. And then also, right, social medias. I mean, you're listening here on YouTube if you're watching, watching, listening live. But if you aren't, if you're listening right now, check it out. And um, yeah, I mean, from there, guys, let's go in. Let's let's get to our football news here. Let's let's go talk about, you know, first big news here. The Miami Dolphins is the story, right? I mean, this came out earlier this week. And yeah, I mean, going through it, we'll, we'll kind of talk about it, right? Tampering was the big incident here, Jared. This is something we've seen, right? I mean, even let's go to different sports here. The Milwaukee Bucks, actually, right? They they had to forfeit a draft pick, second round pick in this past year's draft, 2022 draft. I mean, this stuff happens. And uh, going through it, it was with guys. I mean, Tom Brady and Sean Payton were the two. And this kind of came out of nowhere, right? I mean, like, we really didn't hear much until, boom, the punishment came. What were your thoughts right away, Jared, for it, if you want to read through them? Yeah, uh, I thought the same thing. I was like, well, that came out of nowhere. I mean, lost a 2023 first-round pick. Uh, their owner gets fined $1.5 million for it. Um, dating back to 2019 with Tom Brady, like you said, and then with Sean Payton, three occasions up until uh, 2022. But I think the Dolphins did catch a break here because the league ultimately said that they did not intentionally lose games in the 2019 season, which could have um, kind of doubled their punishment there, if not even worse than that so i think they caught a break there but yeah they caught got him for the tampering and they'll lose a few picks maybe just that one pick and uh, a little money for it yeah i mean you t- mentioned the picks they forfeited the first round selection in the 2023 draft and a third round in 2024 welcome back again zach uh also you know dolphins owner Stephen ross or Stephen ross was suspended through october 17th and uh Zach had a nice social media uh, comment going with um with with Stephen Ross, right? Zach with his contact. So, we can go. Yeah, there, Zach. I guess not. So, um, anyways, he did have a nice social media thread going and some good stuff. And um, yeah, I mean, if you see our Drew at Drew Sports Crew going on Instagram or Twitter, you know. Make sure to you know reply to our comments. You know, we, we like to have good discussions there on on social media posts as well but i mean that the story right with with ross i mean he's also fined 1.5 million dollars that's kind of a big deal there of course and then also bruce beal dolphins vice chair chairman and limited part slash limited partner may not attend any league meeting for the remainder of the 2022 season and is fined 500k so and the big deal right i mean you might be thinking what's happening to tom brady or sean payton Nothing. I mean, where they are, they won't be sanctioned by the league. So put put that into conversation as well. I guess looking like Jared mentioned. I mean, the big deal is they ended up not losing out here in terms of the not intentionally losing games. I guess the impact there could have been huge. Uh, Jared, Zach. I mean, what what do you guys think though? Overall, this impact for the Dolphins. Um, I, I mean, I think that Tua just needs to take a next step. I think I've been trying to say that he's gonna. You've been but, bullish on yeah, Tua. Yeah, I think he needs to. They don't have that for that first round pick next year. Um, 
looking kind of uh, you know scarce here going to next year. I don't know if they have too big of a future. Um, at least next year they won't have a pick, so that's that's huge. So I think that if Tua can take that next step, they'll kind of be fine, but it's still going to affect them, obviously. Yeah, Zach, what do you think here if you're available? Can you hear me? Good yeah, we comment. can hear you. There he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, so I think uh, capitalized. That's probably and okay, Zach. Thank you. Uh, unfortunately, Zach Roush internet issues. Those two tend to go together. So. Let's talk here, you know, about another news, news, big thing, right? I mean, we want to talk about Deshaun Watson, kind of the impact here. Like, what's next is the big question, is what many people are wondering. Um, so, full disclosure, we're going to be talking about the NFL side of this. We know it's an unfortunate unfortunate situation here, Journey Million Drew Sports Crew, but we're, we're going to do our best to stick to the NFL situation on it. And, um, yeah, with that, with that disclosure being said, talking about it, um, Look, the NFL, they will appeal the six-game suspension, which is the big story because, right, I mean, how it works is Roger Goodell, then it goes to him, and he will appoint, basically, a new judge to have to hold the hearing. Uh, the The former, um, or the judge who made the decision before was Judge Sue L. Robinson, and um, how that works then is it went through that judge, and then they had the six game or they had the six game suspension, and now they are seeking the big new big news. I'll share it: the indefinite suspension that would last a minimum of one year. Uh, Jared, do you think this is going to be something that we're going to see? Do you think it's going to go to this? I certainly think we're going to see a, a heftier number here, heftier fine. I guess to add that as well. What do you think? Yeah, I saw it. They're pushing for one year. The NFL is. Uh, I think that's what it's going to be. Um, at least I think it's going to be 10 games. Um, I think that the six won't stand, not even a chance it stands. Um, I hate to compare it to other suspensions, but we saw Kelvin Ridley earlier this year get suspended for the, a year for betting. Um, there's been suspensions for PEDs, for you know just some substances not allowed, and that have been about the same as this, if not worse. So I think that um, he'll probably end up getting a year. And keeping it football, I think it's a big loss for the Browns. I mean, going without their quarterback they just got um five years for 250 i think it was 250 million uh, i think that missing out on him for a year having to go with the backup with uh is it it's not Brissett, is it you bet okay colts <laughs> legend jacoby Brissett, first in line yeah so it's gonna, be, it's gonna be a rough uh few uh, I guess the whole year. I don't know how he's going to fare. If he gets suspended for the year, it's going to be rough. Yeah, and this is where it gets interesting because, right, reports came out six-game suspension only. Uh, the amount of people drafting Amari Cooper skyrockets, right? I mean, that, that number uh, went up before. His ADP was even getting pushed up um, to talk about guy like Amari Cooper. Now now it looks like, unfortunately, you know, for the, the situation, right, everything that's happening, we're going to see Amari Cooper get pushed down ADP-wise and – it's going to be interesting. Us three, we are involved, you know, which I'll talk about later in the episode, a super flex startup dynasty draft later this week, this weekend. And, uh, you know, there, there might be a chance, you know, people might, might have to start Jacoby Brissett. Anything can happen. Um, so with that, I guess 
Yeah, the Watson situation where basically the uh, the update basically is the appeal. Uh, there's going to be a new judge appointed basically by Commissioner Goodell. And then from there, we're going to see what happens. And it looks like we might see something. We're going to, I think we're going to see for sure more than six games. I don't know how long. So that's kind of my stance. That's kind of what, what I'm seeing depicted here by the news outlets and such. And I mean, I guess with that, we're going to take a quick break for you guys listening on the listening platforms, but for live stream, no break here. But when we come back, we'll be talking about our bust candidates. I was recently introduced to AG1, and wow, if you're someone like me who hates taking pills and vitamins, wants more energy, and wants a more optimized immune system, let me tell you why this is the perfect supplement for you. So what is this stuff, you may ask? With one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help you start your day right. This special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging. It's all those things. And look, this is the perfect thing to start your morning routine, start your day off right with just one scoop of AG1 with some water. And let's talk about AG1. What makes it so great, you may ask? It contains less than one gram of sugar, no GMOs, no nasty chemicals or artificial anything, while still tasting good. Tons of people take some kind of multivitamin, right? And it's important to choose one with high-quality ingredients that your body will actually absorb. And let's talk about the price, right? You might be asking about that. You're investing in an all-in-one nutritional insurance, and with that, you know, that's going to save you money, right? It costs you less than $3 a day while you're investing in your health, and it's cheaper than that cold brew habit, which I do have. I do love my coffee, but uh, talk about what the founder did here. He created Athletic Greens after experience how difficult it was to create an optimal nutritional routine on your own, and I can attest to that. It is extremely difficult on a day-by-day basis. Athletic Greens, they also have over 7,000 five-star reviews, so you know you are getting the best when it comes to Athletic Greens. And also, they're they're climate-neutral certified company, so you know they care about the environment. And for every purchase, they donate to organizations helping to kids in need, including No Kid Hungry here in the U.S. And right now, it is just time to reclaim your health and arm your immune system with convenient daily nutrition. It's just one scoop in a cup of water every day. That's it. No need for a million different pills and supplements to look out for your health. Look, to make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you one year supply free of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com forward slash emerging. Again, that is athleticgreens.com forward slash emerging, A-T-H-L-E-T-I-C-G-R-E-E-N-S dot com forward slash emerging, E-M-E-R. G-I-N-G. And that is to take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, we're back here and let's talk about our bus candidates. There are six of them. So how it works is I got two, Jared's got two, and Zach has two. Hopefully we can have Zach share his two tonight. Unfortunately, if he cannot, based on internet connection issues, we'll get him on a post for you. I know Zach, Zach's been our marketing guy here for Jerry Millie. He's made some great stuff and he'll definitely gladly share them on the social medias as he loves to do. And um, yeah, I guess 
Jared, I'm gonna I want to hear the names of your two busts first. Just both of them back to just, back. I just throw them out. I got running back Devin Singletary. Okay. I, like I got that. receiver Darnell Mooney. I do not like that. I um, didn't think you would. That's the questionable one I was talking about. Oh, okay. Not a fan of one of those like the other one. We'll, we'll get to your explanations. I'll share mine here. Uh, okay. Amonra St. Brown is my first one. And I will gladly explain into that one, of course. And then Elijah Mitchell is the other one. So that's where I went. Zach, can we hear your bus ones? You know, if what, what do you got? Hmm. Let's turn off his video. Let's try this. Nope. Okay. Well, uh, you'll hear Zach's on later date is when you'll hear Zach's. Um, we're unfortunately not able to hear him here, internet wise. Not sure what's going on, but um, Jared, we'll, we'll roll with yours first. Uh, let's hear the one that I like. Let's let's go to Devin okay. Singletary. Hear your case, ADP wise, of course, because. Full disclosure, I mean, we're basing these busts off first PPR scoring for ADP, and we're basing off of guys who we think are going too high. So guys who, you know, are going higher than they should be and guys who we think are going to finish lower than their ADP. Jared, the floor is yours. Yeah, so Devin Singletary's ADP right now is 73, um, listed as running back 26. Uh, so we look at last year. I went to last season, and uh, he averaged 11 carries a game. And that only went to 57 or yeah, 50, 51.2 rushing yards a game. Um, I looked at that and I was like, okay, if you're trying to get a solid running back, maybe a running back two for your team, you don't really want 11 carries. And he was the primary running back last year. And now they got James Cook there. And that's where my problem is, is Buffalo is pretty pass dependent with Josh Allen. And if they're not passing, Josh Allen can run on his own. So I think that, Having Josh Allen there, um, throwing to Diggs, Gabriel Davis, even Knox, um, and then having that scramble ability to, you know, just being mobile and running on his own. I think that he will take a lot of carries away from Singletary and so will James Cook. I think James Cook will become the running back one for the Bills after the first maybe five, six weeks. I think that Singletary might fall off a little and Cook will uh, emerge as their starter. Um so I don't know why this, the demand right now for Singletary is so high. I had him on my on our sleeper league, our dynasty league, and I uh, I traded him away non reluctantly. I got rid of him right away. I didn't see him as a value, and I still don't. I I don't know what the hype is all about. I think he's going way too high, and I think James Cook will will take over his spot pretty soon. So I always like to talk about James Cook, Jared. I mean, the story right with him is, I mean, he's just in a great situation. It seems because. Look, Devin Singletary was one of the top running backs in uh, routes ran. But you, you might be wondering, well, then why didn't that necessarily translate to reception numbers? Well, quite frankly, I, I don't think Devin Singletary was that great of a running back talent, you know, with, with the Bills in his past few years. And rumor has it, right, I, I've heard something about Zach Moss might be getting more reps than that. That doesn't make sense to me either. Look, James Cook is the guy. I mean, he was a, a back who got receptions in in college. Uh, he had 27 receptions for 284 yards there, and he actually demanded a pretty good target share there in in terms of um, you know, with rush attempts and whatnot, I guess, touches and s- with that in college. And James Cook's a guy, actually, I, I have him right in Dynasty Leagues, like rookie. I, he's a guy who I recommend stashing. I, I think he'll give you an impact. Um, probably not this year. 
but late, but you know, in the future years, I think he's going to be a dominant guy to have. And, you know, with James Cook, I think he's going to be a guy who's going to like, it's going to be the first time since LaShawn McCoy. I think we're going to see a Bills running back, you know, do some damage in fantasy and just overall in the game of football. Uh, Jared, I love the pick. Big fan of it. And um, usually, you know, we like to butt heads a little. I mean, this time I, I'm in full agreement with you. But well, wait until my darn Mooney. Yeah, yeah, that's my that might be where it ends. Yeah. Unfortunately, it doesn't look like we'll be able to get Zach for um, his picks here. But I'll go to Amonra St. Brown, right? I mean, this might be like, okay, well, why do you have him on here? His ADP reflects already him being on a discount considering the stretch was only right under half a season. But look, I don't think it's enough. He's going wide receiver 25 he is going ahead of Cortland Sutton. I mean, this this blows my mind. Which look, Cortland Sutton. Look, I mean, I, and I hate to just say who who do they have a quarterback, but look who Cortland Sutton has, and look who Amonra St. Brown has. I I just think um, that that's just the key point that I bring up right away. But also look at what happened when St. Brown was doing the damage. I mean, no DeAndre Swift, uh, no TJ Hawkinson for a good majority of it as well. And I just think with that, I. I I think that target share he was receiving is something like we're not going to see, you know, and look, I just think that was out of the ordinary and something that is not going to be repeatable ever, you know, for his career, maybe even. And um, I know Zach actually was able to stash him or pick him up on the waiver wire in fantasy, which was something, but I just think, I still think where he's going right now, it's way too high. Not, not a fan of his spot. Like I mentioned, Cortland Sutton's a guy right away who I'd rather have over him. I'm actually bullish on his kind of breakout here. Look, Sutton has had a proven season, and he's had it with guys like Bridgewater and Locke, you know. And um, I know it's only he's only had one proven season, but look, Amonra St. Brown's had proven half a season. I can't even say it's proven. I I've just I'm still baffled by where he's going. I get like, you know, people are thinking right a breakout here this year, but. I, I'm not buying it in redrafts. Maybe Dynasty, I, mean, I guess, might be a different one. Uh, but, Jared, what do you think about St. Brown? Are you with me on this one? Yeah, I got my Lions uh, waiver right here from when we were at Ford Field. Uh, I do like that pick. I think that 25 is very high for someone that hasn't done anything except half a season, like you said, emerged uh, as Detroit's number one, um, under Jared Goff, that is. Um, going forward, I, I'm happy you use that that quarterback thing because you know I'm talking about Mooney next, and that's just that's uh, uh, Justin Fields. You know that might help my case a little no, bit. No, 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 no. That that but one's that. that was just a throw out. I know, but uh, <clears throat> yeah, Monra, I he's good. He's been emerging, but he's way too. It's way too early in his career to say he's 25th. You know, I think there's a lot better out there, and. As of now, yeah, I would rather have Cortland Sutton, not just because he has uh, Wilson thrown to him, just because he's pr- more proven and you know he's had consistency under him. So it's it's hard to to put someone that high when it's only been half a season that they've been good. Um, so I, yeah, I, I like that pick. I can get behind it. So let me ask you a question here: Amonra St. Brown or Allen Robinson? Um, I think. Uh, that's a tough one because Robinson's. Uh, are we talking redraft or are we talking? We're, we're, we're talking redraft. We're talking strictly redraft okay. here. Look, I mean, DJ Chark also came in. I didn't even get to mention that yet. 
I would probably go Allen Robinson. Okay. By not by not by too much though. I'd say you know. No, and I, I didn't expect it to be too much. I mean, these guys are going pretty close. In, you know, yeah. like like I've mentioned here on the podcast, we use Fantasy Pros ADP. Love it. Recommend it. Go check it out. So going with that, Adam Thielen or Monra St. Brown? That's the other one I want to throw at you before you kind of throw. That's tough because he was hurt last year. Um, Doesn't started matter. off amazing. He started off amazing and then he got hurt. Uh, I would say Adam Thielen. Okay, good, good. Yeah, I'm like with DeAndre Swift coming, I just think the reception upside too for him. I mean, it's going to be insane. I just think there's a, there's a lot of a lot of mouths to feed, I guess, in that offense. Um, even though it doesn't really, might not necessarily seem like that right away. But I, I know right Goff, and there's a connection really established there. But who knows if Jared Goff is going to be there um, after this year? Who knows? But enough about that, Jared. Let's hear your case for Darnell Mooney. I actually have him as like a sleeper, if anything. But let's yeah. hear. So, okay, so we started off, I already said, Justin Fields. I've been down on him all year. Um, if anyone listened to my, when you guys mentioned Cole Komet, top eight, I bashed uh, Justin Fields. Uh, I've been on the Brown, or on the Bears the whole season. But, okay, so my, my case for Darnell Mooney is, first of all, not that it matters too much, but he is probably the worst wide receiver number one in the league, and you can probably agree with that. He would be a wide receiver three, if not barely a two, on most good teams. And that's just, I think that's just, I mean, true. Talent, I talent wise, I, I targets, talent, uh, you know, consistency. I think that he's not anywhere near. He's had, he had a thousand yards last year. What do you have? Like six touchdowns. I think, um, it was like five, maybe five or six. Um, yeah, yeah. for your guy here. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I looked up, I mean, I, I th- I've seen a lot of people say that the Browns have the worst receiving core. And if he's their number one, um, not a solid number one. You know, I'll say that. You, you could say they have the worst receiving core, but I, I think Mooney as a, has himself. I don't know if he's necessarily the worst number one. I, I actually. Well, I know, got I got a few more things that tie into him being, uh, you know, kind of hurting his value a little bit. So some people say when, you know, say say Lazard left the Packers last year and Adams was by himself. Does that help or hurt his value? It could be. It question, could be yeah. It could be both because I think that. Um, with Allen Robinson leaving the Bears, I think that Mooney's going to take up the number one target slot, and their best defender, whoever they're playing, will be on him. So they're going to be covered pretty full, maybe even double covered because they don't have many weapons. Um, I think that, yeah, like I said, the defender's going to cover him. Um, he's going around people such as Chris Godwin, but he's he was hurt. I mean, he's hurt out for the first few games or whatever. Marquise Brown, Brandon Cooks, um, Amon Ross St. Brown, like you said. His ADP is 62, and he's listed as wide receiver 22. And I'm fine for, with that. Uh, for 22, I think it might be a little high. He's had a few, yeah, he's had a good, he had a good season last year, but, you know, I think that just looking at this bears team, uh, predicting that they only win three to four games or whatever I said. Uh, I think that, you know, it's hard for me to put him anywhere up there just because I would never draft him. I wouldn't even look for him because I just don't like the team. I don't like the system he's in. Um, I said the quarterback I don't like, I mean, there's a lot of question marks on the bar on the bears. And uh, that's why I kind of say he's a bust. Hate to interrupt, but I want to throw in a, a, a comp here. So I think Darnell Mooney and Deontay Johnson are if similar, similar if not the same. So a quarterback who not many people you know are 
a fan. I, I know right now Justin Fields is going to be younger compared to Travis, whatever. But um, look, they, the only way that they are going to be productive in fantasy, I will admit this, is if they are getting, they are commanding a target share that you know it has to be it has to be like last year. So like for Mooney, for example, 140 targets last year. That, that was not that was ranked 11th, and also with a target share, he he needs to command that a really high one there as well. 26.7, also 11th. I think if he puts up those numbers again, and especially I think it'll be, I think it'll be bigger. I'm also a fan here of David Montgomery in that offense. Cause you know, these offenses that are, let's, let's say, I mean, they're, they're very below average, if not, you know, some of the worst offenses in the league. I think in order to have success fantasy wise, you need to have guys who are just going to get the ball a lot. And, um, I, just, I think that's going to be David Montgomery and Darnell Mooney in 2022 to 2023. And I think that's going to be where their value comes, Jared. But I, I, I do understand your concerns because, I mean, Fields, need, or Fields has to throw him the ball. And um, I know I in prior episodes, you are really concerned with Fields throwing the ball, as you mentioned. I, think, I just think that, like you said, uh, you know, Montgomery getting the ball, I think it's going to be a first, a first down run for four yards, second run for three, get a third and three. And they'll throw a pass to Mooney. He'll be their target, but it depends if he converts the first and then it's a three and out. Or they'll throw it to Cole Komet and he'll end up get, getting the first, but then they go back to the run game, you know. And Fields is mobile by himself, too. He can run, too. So it's it's a lot. I know he, there's not many targets there, but I just think that Fields has to show me that he's good enough to convert those third downs before I can even, like, consider drafting Mooney or starting him on my team. I just don't see the value in him right now. I could be way wrong, uh, but... Or you could be wrong. It, it, we don't really know how it's going to go, but that's I'll just admit I, I, I'm high. I am very high on um, maybe too many Bears players because again, it, it's not so good offense. I like I like Cole Komet. I like Darnell yeah. Movie, Mooney. I like Dave Montgomery. Those are three guys right there on the offense. I understand that, but I have a feeling. At least this is how I'm looking. If I take a home run shot on, you know, really on Komet, you know, maybe Mooney if it, it depends on where he falls in Montgomery, for example. I think. One of I think they have upside, Jared, that'll take me, you know, into that league winning territory. I think if one of those guys hits, which I mean, yeah, if you're all, willing to take that there. risk, yeah, if you're willing to take that risk, go ahead. I just don't like taking risks, especially with my dynasty team right now. Um, I would say, you know, I know we're not talking dynasty, but it's it's hard because I'm looking for players that are young. I mean, he's young, but like proven talent that you can win leagues, like you said, get you that win. But Mooney isn't proven to me yet and i just maybe it's just me hitting on the bears i'm not even a packer fan i know i think it is i think it's because they stole your guy from the colts is that it i really do i really do that's how it's been all off season i'm gonna go to my guy here which maybe not my guy i mean i'm calling this guy a bust elijah mitchell is that that guy and you know might not be a little influenced based on some reports and whatnot we've heard in the last few days but um Really, Tyron Davis Price. I mean, the story with him and Jeff Wilson of those guys. You know, it sounds like they're going to emerge as guys being more used in like third down situations and whatnot. My concern comes with. I know I mentioned a stat about how the 49ers produce like over two thousand yards of rushing, basically around there, like every year for running backs and stuff, but. I think this year will be a little different. Trey Lance is kind of the story. Zach's guy. I know Zach, wherever he is. But <laughs> Trey Lance, uh, I think he's going to run the ball a lot. And who's to say that a rushing quarterback cannot produce a solid running back with them? I understand it's happened before. I th- you know, So I'm not necessarily concerned 
just on that aspect, but that certainly doesn't help. And I just think I, I just think the 49ers, they do I mean running backs, it's they don't keep their jobs long in San Francisco is something we've seen over these past few years. And also just, you know, with with himself overall, um he received he had nineteen receptions, uh, which was one point seven per game last year. So I don't like that either. Um, you know, when you're not especially in PPR, we're looking for receptions. Do you have his uh, ADP? ADP, you want it? Yeah. Yep, I'll get you it. Because this also played into, of course, my argument. Sorry, to pull up uh, Mooney's ADP. Jared, he's going as RB22 right now. He is going okay. He is going ahead of Brees Hall. He's going ahead of other Single guys. Damien Harris. I know Damien Harris, right? I mean, eh. But um, other guys, um, I know Miles Sanders. I, I really, I know, I understand the situation. But really, Miles Sanders and um, him are like, they're four or five spots apart. I just think that's that's something there. Uh, but otherwise, I, I just, I still think where he's going right now is too high. I understand um, he's still in a rushing offense. I just think for me, it's what's too much is Brees Hall. I, I take Hall over him, I think. Um, I, if Dobbins right now, Dobbins is going right behind it. But if we knew Dobbins was going to be, you know, got to be healthy. I think if that was to say, I'd have a problem with that. And I also have the other problem was he's going right with DJ Moore. I think DJ Moore is going to, I know he's, we're comparing wide receiver running back, but DJ Moore, I am really excited for in 2022 to 2023. But, uh, the answer is the ADP number, but reception wise, I don't think you're gonna get much out of him in a PPR thing. I just, I'm not a fan of that. He had, he was number 56 in receptions. I know he only played 11 games. So, um, otherwise, he, he did. I mean, he did well last year in his time. And he's kind of like a waiver wire guy, quite frankly. I mean, you picked him up. Odds are, I mean, if you picked up him or Monra, you were, you were almost winning that league for sure. But is, I don't know. Uh, is, is Debo being used as a receiver this year? Debo will be used as a receiver and running back. So that's Debo another point, be. Jared. Yep, that's okay. a great point to bring up. But the reports yeah. um, involving Jeff Wilson and, of course, Tyrion Davis-Price, those guys being they, – right, they drafted running back too. I mean, it just – I just don't feel like they, they're committed to Elijah Mitchell. They, they, The 49ers haven't showed me that in the offseason, in the draft, and I don't think they will redraft-wise. I just think he's going to be a guy who's – it's going to be a committee, and I think it's going to be more of a committee – this might sound crazy. The Miami Dolphins. I think yeah, we're going to more because you said last last episode that Chase Edmonds was your sleeper, right? Yeah, and I was thinking, I was thinking that you could say the same about Mitchell, but I guess it's it's a little more competitive. I would say with Deepa yeah. there, and you know, they drafted a running back, and like you said, Jeff Wilson and all them. So, and look, I mean, Mike McDaniel went and brought brought Chase Edmonds in. I mean, they brought this guy in, and they brought him in to lead that backfield. In my opinion, I think that's what we're going to see. But I guess sleeper wise, us four, there though there are our sleepers, I guess, um going with it. We didn't have Zach's here to share. Those would have been or not sleepers, sorry, busts. Bust. We're talking busts yeah. in this episode. But uh you'll see those on a graphic. Promise you that. Otherwise, I want to talk still about some I want to talk about the draft. Jared, Zach, and I are in Saturday night. It takes place. Jared gets to have a cue set, so he actually um, so... 
Yeah. Um, so I'm just going to say it so you don't embarrass me. I, I thought you said the fifth. We did a poll and it ended up being the sixth. So what I did today is I called every single one of the stores, the quick trips at around my town, looking to find someone to work for me. Called about eight stores and nobody could work. So looks like I will be auto drafting. I have my queue set at 52 players right now. So I think I'm set on that. Um, but I'll see how my team looks after uh, after Saturday night, I guess. The best part of this story is August 5th wasn't even a date on the poll. It was August 6th or August 7th. So, okay, we don't need that. So we have to add that there for Jared. Look, um, it happens. It happens to the best of us. But in a super flex startup dynasty, I got to talk about it. So this is the Drew Drew Skyberg brand of fantasy football. It is something. How it works is we cut out the defenses and kickers. None of that in fantasy football. We had a super flex spot. It's PPR. Run a draft lottery for the first four picks, I believe, for rookies. I have it all down. And how it works then is this year right now, it's just, you know, just your standard fantasy football like that. There's no there's no trade deadline during the regular season. There is you cannot trade in playoffs, is the other the other implication. But otherwise the loser has to do the spicy wing challenge. You gotta go to this the uh, any place that serves wings in your area. Uh, we have some people in the league, full disclosure, it's a more local. We have some people in Minnesota. You know, we got pe- I got people in the league who love fantasy football. That was the whole whole goal, and it's going to be a great time. Unfortunately, again, Jared will miss out with that. But su- look, Superflex Startup Dynasty, it is, it is something. It's very new. So, I mean, it's something we're going to be looking forward to covering next week. We'll talk about the draft results. Um, very happy you know, with being able to do it. I hope. I get who I want. I am pick number five, so I'm in a tough spot because talk about it, Jared. I, I know you won't be at the draft, but uh, um, how it works is, as you know, Allen, Herbert, Mahomes, those three are going to go right away. It's a matter of if Jonathan Taylor goes at four, which impacts where I want to go at five. So I, yeah. the, the dilemma is a real, real problem. Uh, there's, of course, the quarterback names. We'll have to wait. Guys like Murray and Burrow, I mean, Arguably, I could get one of those guys if they fall. I mean, depending on who in front of me takes. Otherwise, Jonathan Taylor falls. He's on the board or others. So kind of in that in a dilemma there. What pick are you, if you know? I think I'm eight. I'm eight. I, I think I queued uh, Cooper Cup around that area, but I do want to take a running back. like Cooper I think, Cup? I think Cup was 11. Yeah, he was listed as 11. So I, I'm queuing. So I don't know who's going to be there. I have no idea. So I, I'm thinking that... Uh, Maybe CMC is that is I think CMC was lower than him even. I'm okay with that. Um, Please take. But I I did queue like 15 quarterbacks just to make sure I get a decent one. Hopefully, but it's hard for me to know. Make I sure you I have queued, those up. It, it depends. I queued Joe Burrow, Russell Wilson, um, even like Kirk Cousins. I queued just in case. I mean, I just I did a lot just to see if I can get. A what solid if none of them come to you? That's gonna be tough. Then I might end up with someone like Carson Wentz, I guess. But I do you have know. it where like do you have the guys ranked ahead of each other, for example? Yeah. So like, okay, good. So like, I moved do them you up have based down. on their respective ADP, kind of. Yeah. So hopefully, if they, okay, good. So yeah. hopefully, you know, it's not too much of a disaster. But again, I love sharing that situation because the best part, again, the date that you that you requested off art was not even on the poll. But yeah, I mean, the story. Hey, I got off on the twelfth. That's the that's the most important that, one, right? And thank you for bringing that up here, Jared, because we got to talk about that. Uh, what's all? What else is going to be happening at the live show? Perfect transition. Thrive Fantasy. Guess what? We are giving away 
Our second thing, it's for users who signed up 11 through 20. They will be, you will receive a Josh Hader autographed card out of 299. Okay, I know the laughing. All right, all right. We'll get it out of the way. We'll, we'll do a gasp here. <laughs> why is that? Why is that weird? Well, He's Josh Hader, of course, as we know, got traded to the San Diego Padres. So we're still giving it away. It's still a great card. You can remember his time with the Brewers with the Josh Hader, Josh Hader card. Um, and that giveaway again is filled. But don't worry. Giveaway 21 through 30 for those users. I already got the items. I mean, there's two items, plural here. Two. I got to hold it up. See? Um, have that. And um, look, I mean, that's going to be exciting stuff. Jared knows what they are already. Uh, Jared, maybe a little hint you can give, but not too much where people would know it. Um. Well, if I can remember here, um, you sent um. I might need to take a look real quick. Hold on, because I don't know if I remember. All right. No, you're not looking. Anyways, the hint gonna is going to be I'll give a, a fan I'll favorite give a and a local legend is the hint. That's right. So, that's right. That's right. Yeah, um, you're right. Two cards there. Uh, you can send me your yep. guesses. We'll see what you guys come up with. And uh, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, that giveaway will, is going to be held at a later date. Also got to talk about the hats. That's kind of like the last thing here. We have Journey to Million hats and Drew's, Drew's Sports Crew hats. Both of those you can contact on the Instagram and Twitter. Where is that, Jared? Where, where do I find the Instagram and Twitter? It's at, up, up above. On the... Yeah, yeah you oh, can right look above, up. Yeah, look at that. Right above, you can point again. There you go. Um, find it there. Of course, then Thrive Fantasy, then it's down below. We have that. But yeah, the hats will be up there. YouTube, then where you guys are watching or listening drew's sports crew yeah if you're listening on like spotify or whatever later come listen right away when we this comes out live you know it's a great time here in the youtube and uh yeah anything else today jared uh, before we talk about thrive but i want to hear if there's anything else from you no um i think that zach will have to describe his picks in a post or maybe he could do it next week uh before we start talking about whatever we're talking about next week um it's a surprise yeah, yeah, we'll have to see with that because I'm excited. He said that he would that we would disagree with some of them. So, yeah, we'll, nice. we'll make sure you get that audio out. Um, apologize for the technical difficulties. Uh, we we did some testing before. Unfortunately, uh, Zach's internet just like I said, he's not known for great internet, and that's just that just happens sometimes. Let's talk about Thrive Fantasy, Jared. So, come prop up with us, right? I mean, we, we've talked about Thrive Fantasy. We've spread the word of it. I mean, the story of it. They got great contests going up. The big story is football is up right now, and football has been a hot topic for it. Uh, Jared, have you made your football entries yet? Because I have made mine. Not quite. No, that was actually my next. I think I was going to start it tomorrow. I did my last strikeout line today. Um, it's kind of mad. I had uh, um, who started for the Braves. It was Zach Wheeler, and I think it was uh, Charlie Morton. Was it them two today? They both hit their 6.5, and I needed uh, Bassett to hit five and a half. He ended with four. So I ended up missing that one, but um, I'm going to take a few days off of baseball, I think, and I'll start doing my football ones pretty soon. Yeah, I mean, you get, you you have to. They have they have some great lines up right now. I mean, they have it for all the big players. They got wide receiver ones. They even got some wide receiver twos on there too. So I mean, you're just not paying on the big names necessarily. You're liking Gabe Gabriel Davis. You know, he's up in some lines and uh, got to do those contests as well. I mean, there's a lot of great things down there. I've already entered them. I'll gladly share them. If you want to reach out to myself, you know, just reach out to me on the podcast thing. I'll get back to you. 
I'll share the lines. I know Jared and Zach are open to sharing them as well. You maybe don't want Zach's. I mean, Zach actually is <laughs> as much as he loves football. He sometimes, you know, he's known for losing streaks in that, but you can take hopefully that'll change. Take the opposite. Yeah. We've actually had people take the opposites of Zach and win. So, I mean, it will happen. And uh, yeah, I mean, that's kind of all we got here, you know, for Jared Veluski and myself, Drew Skyberg. So um, we'll be back here again, you know, covering some football stuff. Prefer probably be next Wednesday. We'll wait and see. We'll send out a date on social media when we get it. But again, thank you all for listening to yet another episode of Drew's Sports Crew, the Journey New Million, the perfect podcast for you.